The following program contains important but graphic material. These topics are designed to foster discussion, but may be objectionable to some. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This program is a training program on human trafficking, sextortion, social media exploitation, and child pornography based on actual cases. Our mission is to eradicate human exploitation and bring predators to justice. Now, here is the host of the program, Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. I'm all riled up and ready to go today. Okay, we're going to be talking about reverse stings, sex buying, entrapment, and effective policing. So I appreciate you joining with us today. I I really want to explore this subject, so we're really going to get deep into it. And uh, uh, you may be surprised at some of my thoughts and attitudes on it, but I, I would be welcome to hear yours. Uh, this is not a sermon, okay? Uh, we are... We are making our way through crime solving, and it takes a collaboration of all kinds of people in the world. So this show goes out to 170 countries. I'm just always blown away when I see the statistics that come in and and the uh, people who are listening from around the world. And the, the purpose of this show, my dream in doing it, is to literally provide free human trafficking training to the entire world. And I'm, I'm doing that because, as many of you know, I believe very passionately that the entire world is about to be connected by Internet, probably by 2020 is what is predicted, which is, what, about 19, 20 months away, not, not far. And we really are living at a unique time. And the reason I wanted the show is that I live in this world. My world is kind of crazy compared to most people. You know, I I live and breathe combating all types of human trafficking. And I want to build a global reporting network. I really do. I want to be able to educate the public about this, especially first responders that can do something about it. People who are social workers, law enforcement, fire departments, code enforcement, uh, housing departments, all kinds of people that are on the front line. Now, I want to do this not only in the U.S., but also overseas, because as you've heard other shows, I talk about the scale and scope of just how big this is getting. And I was thinking about that as I was doing my show prep for today's uh, cases and looking at all these reverse stings that are going on. It, and before I get deep into that, I'm going to tell you, those of you who are listening live, now the bulk of people listen by archive. And I, and I want you to know, I appreciate that. I get uh, reports of you know, where you're, where you're listening from and like that when you listen by archive. And many people share this show. Some podcasts actually rebroadcast the show. And that can, that can happen if you run a podcast and you want to be able to access or replay some of my shows, let me know. We'll set that up for you. There's no cost. Um, you know, this show is run at the generosity and donation of people all over the world who help us get this message out. 
And I really, really appreciate that. My other radio show, as many of you know, I have a local radio show here in Southern California. That is sponsored by BMW of Riverside and also Colleen Horgan in Armstrong, uh, over at Armstrong Realty, Coldwell Banker. And so if you're a corporation and you want to make a difference, uh, I'd appreciate it if you would contact me. Maybe you can um, help us support this activity. Now, if you want to call in, the number is 1-866-472-5788, 1-866-472-5788. And this very subject just might be something that will help you overcome your shyness on air and come off and discuss this with me because I am open to other people's opinion. I live in this world. I have an attitude about it. I have an opinion about it. I'm going to share that with you because if you're listening, that's what you're expecting. However, I'm not always the only attitude on this. You know, I don't think that I'm the only right person in the world. And I spend hours doing research. Those of you who were attended my symposium, and by the way, I'm still reeling from that. I'm still trying to catch up. But I was so amazed that 200 people came, stayed seven hours, and were willing to listen, and many of them written to me afterwards and gave me their thoughts on particular subjects that we covered. And I value that. I am only one person looking at changing technology, changing crime solving, and we need other people's opinion, and I value that. You can do that by writing to me at Opal, O-P-A-L, at Million Kids. So let me get deep into this today because I want to really kind of talk from the soul, if you will. What has been happening is we have been seeing a lot of reverse stings. Now, what is a reverse sting? Uh, For those of you in the United States, we used to have a popular show here called To Catch a Predator. And, uh, in fact, I had at one point uh, Donna on the show that worked with Tetrad because she was a supporting group for um, Hanson, Chris Hansen, uh, of uh, To Catch a Predator. And they would set up stings of people who thought they were coming in to have sex with a minor. And so, literally, this is the real-life version of that. This is not a television show. For those of you who don't know me, I work with the Riverside County Anti-Human Trafficking Task Force. That is a group of seven men and women who are law enforcement. They are the Riverside County Sheriff's Department. And they have a grant, which I participate in through the Department of Justice, to literally run this the Riverside County Anti-Human Trafficking Task Force. Now, Riverside County is a suburb of Los Angeles. Los Angeles has their own task force. Orange County has a task force. San Bernardino, and we're adjacent to San Bernardino, has their own task force. There is so much human trafficking. I'm talking about sex trafficking. Sex trafficking of minors and sex trafficking of adults. There is so much of it that we each need our own task force. Now, we live about 60 miles east of Los Angeles, but we go all the way to the Arizona border. We're a huge, huge county, 7,200 square miles, and we're a diverse county, okay? We, Riverside County is the head, uh, Riverside City is the head of it, but we have a lot of outlying communities, Moreno Valley, Hemet, Harupa, San Jacinto, Temecula, uh, Palm Springs, Blythe, like that. So, 
we have agriculture, but we have a lot of city stuff. We have a huge amount of warehousing. And so in our community, you say, how much of this is really taking place? Well, one of the things that I have been doing that I want to just address first before we go into the whole thought process behind reverse stings is to just lay the groundwork of how prolific this is and why we would need to do a reverse sting. What is happening, if you're new to this, and I doubt that you are because so many of you have followed us for a long time and listened to these various podcasts, but what is happening is prostitution changed. Now, when you get the opponents to reverse stings, and there has been many articles in our local press enterprise about, you know, a woman owns her own body. She has a right to do this if she wants to do this. And if she's adult, quite frankly, I don't agree with you. I mean, I don't disagree with you. You may be surprised. I don't have a dog in that fight. I don't care if a woman is an adult woman or a male is an adult male. And they don't have a pimp. They don't have a quota. They have their own independence. And they choose to do commercial sex. Well, it happens. Okay? It's been happening long before the time of Christ. And I get that. It's a free world. You can do it. Quite frankly, it is illegal in California, and I'm really hoping they do not legalize prostitution. A lot of people believe that's the cure for this, but they are naive. And when you look at the places that have legalized prostitution, what you also see is a large number of women being moved in there that are being controlled by a third party, whether it's a female pimp or a male pimp, somebody who is making money off their body. And that is not independent prostitution. That is somebody who is exploiting somebody's body for personal gain. Whether they're a pimp or an acting agent or whatever, if they're not doing it of their own free will and keeping all the money, then they are being exploited. And that is where I come in, okay? Because that is when you start to get into human exploitation. So when you read ads like back page ads, what percentage of them are there of their own free will? And what percentage of them are being either coerced, uh, forced, uh, lured in, fraudulently set up, being exploited by people who are making money off of their sex act. And when that happens, that becomes literally uh, human exploitation. And so that's where we need to look at this. Now, how big is this? I have been running uh, a spreadsheet for Riverside County alone And then also Riverside and San Bernardino County. We're adjacent to each other. And we just are divided by the 10 freeway. What is fascinating is I've been doing this now for about 20 some days. What I have figured out when you extrapolate the number of ads is that just in Riverside County, there are on average almost 40,000 ads a year just under one category of something called Backpage. Backpage is like Craigslist, okay? There are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of sites like Backpage. Backpage is the most famous. 
And there are multiple categories under Backpage. For instance, there's uh, men dating men and women dating women and men dating women and women dating men. This is just women dating men, Riverside only. And if you add in San Bernardino, it comes to about 74,000 ads a year under one category, under one site, okay? And as I began to look at them, I say, what if only 10% of those girls are being exploited, which I know is an absolutely ridiculously low number, but that's still 7,500 girls in our community. What if it's 50%? That's 35,000. Folks, we're already through the first segment, and we are up against this break. So I'm going to ask you to stay with me. I'm going to get into the weeds of reverse stings, who's at stake here, and why it should be done. Stay with us. Be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. You count. Tune into Interrevolutionary Radio and join the spontaneous wave of people all over the planet who, like you, are changing our world from the inside out. Follow the movement. Meet guests who are shaking things up. Call in and gain insights and courage to empower your own voice. Large or small, your part counts. So join us. Co-hosted by Helen Hillix, Todd Benton, and Chris Reeves. Interrevolutionary Radio airs live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time. 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. As they said, I am Opal Singleton. 
I am the host of your show, and we come to you every Thursday morning at 7 a.m. right here in beautiful, wonderful Southern California. Forgive me, forgive me for bragging, but I love Southern California. The birds are saying, and it's beautiful. By the way, I have to divert for a minute. Did anybody see that blue moon? Oh, my gosh, that was beautiful. I was on my way out to Palm Desert to make a speech, and oh, it was just huge, and it had pink clouds all around it, and I, the, I say to my Myself, there is good in the world, and I, I'm very grateful to be, you know, a, a child of God and uh, taking this on, okay? So we're talking about reverse stings, and I, I'm just trying to deal with this a little bit because there's a lot of public uh, pushback about people have a right to sell their own body, and we're just out as law enforcement to set them up, embarrass them, make their life miserable, and we're targeting just really great guys who just want to get laid and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, one of the things that started this whole um, particular segment for me is that uh, this is January National Human Trafficking Month, and uh, I made 29 presentations to almost 4,000 people this month, and I drove a whole lot of miles to, to do that. So we're very busy in January. And they always run Operation, in this case, they ran Operation Reclaim and Rebuild. And that is on our Facebook page. By the way, if you don't follow Million Kids on Facebook, you should do that. Go to Facebook, find Million Kids, and simply hit like, and you will get the education of a lifetime. Well, in this particular case, they, uh, the headline on this was that they, um, the, the actual publicity for the case came out of uh, Sheriff Jim McDonald out of the L.A. County Sheriff Department. And uh, they kind of spearheaded it. There were how many agencies? 85 agencies involved in this, including our own. And uh, it was a collaboration of federal, state, and county, and local law enforcement. Now, I, f- I find this kind of interesting because uh, we need these kind of collaborations and um, so it's good to see them going on. You know, California became a sanctuary state uh, a while back, much against some people's will. <laughs> we Nobody got to vote on that. They just announced it up in legislation. But one of the things is they're trying to separate the collaboration between federal and, and local law enforcement because they don't want to deport. Well, in human trafficking, on our part of it, you know, and sex trafficking, we've never deported anybody. And But we all came together for the idea of going undercover and setting up reverse stings. And so what they do in a reverse sting, if you're not familiar, is they use undercover female officers. And, you know, they look like girls of the night, okay? And um, although... My experience is it's going on day and night, but anyway, girls of the night. And, you know, they set up back page ads. Now, we were talking about the number of back page ads right here. The reason they're doing this is it's just absolutely prolific. If you can imagine that in an area like Riverside, uh, Moreno Valley, Palm Springs, you know, like the 34,000 ads a year just on one site, you know a lot of this is happening. And so we often, law enforcement usually works those ads. I go on those ads because I'm helping parents who are looking for their missing children. And so what, it, what a back page ad is, is they're advertising to meet up with a John. And some of the girls on there are independent girls. Some of them are not, 
and it's difficult always to know for sure. We look for certain kinds of wording, so I'm not going to announce all the wording that we look for because, you know, I know that bad guys listen to this show, and we're not going to say all that we do, but we can kind of tell in there if a girl's not independent. Let me give you a hint. Her hours are are 6 a.m. to midnight. Show me somebody who will mop the floor from 6 a.m. to midnight, let alone have sex with a different man every hour from 6 a.m. to midnight. So we know these girls aren't independent. So what we do is we take uh, female officers and we go undercover. And I act like I do it. I don't. uh, Other people do that. And so what happens then is that they begin to get calls and they set up dates And so this is what was happening out of Los Angeles, and it happened all over the state of California. In this particular sting, they uh, rescued 45 adult women. These were women who were being forced into sex, okay? These are women who are being held against their will. Women who don't get to eat unless they make a certain level of quota. In Riverside, it's about $800 a night. Imagine that even if you're 24 years old and you have to make $800 a night or you don't get to eat. And trust me, you know, these people are not paying you to make love. You know, the the thing you need to understand was when you get in this side of life, These people believe that if they pay money, they can do whatever they want to do, even if you're an adult. Many of these women get raped. Think about this. What happens if a John doesn't pay you? You've just been raped. And on top of it, your pimp is going to literally beat the living crap out of you because they're going to believe that you kept the money. So you've been raped, and now you're about to be beat. Not all the women on Backpage have that happen to them, but a good percentage of them do. And so we have to be, we have to quit being naive here. I am not an extremist. I don't march up and down the street with signs, but I have encountered many of these women. And for us to pretend that this is pretty woman doesn't make sense. So they rescued 45 adults. But they also are rescued 11 minors, 11 young people under the age of 18 that are being out there and being violated. Now, I'm going to tell you that you as a John, if you think you're about to have sex with a 15 or 16 year old, your life is going to change dramatically because that is a serious offense. This is not like, oh, I just got picked up for for buying sex. No, you're talking about buying sex with a child. If you have photographs of that, that is child pornography. You are going to pay a very heavy price. The first thing that law enforcement's going to do is photograph you. And yes, we put them on our Facebook page that various newspapers put them out there. So whoever thought they were going to have sex with 11 minors are about to pay a very heavy price. In this particular one, they arrested 178 Johns, okay? And they are taken to jail. This is not like getting a speeding ticket. This is a very serious offense. 
And on top of it, they arrested 30 pimps. One of them over in L.A. was from my area. So let me explain to you how serious this is. This is very risky business for police. You know, to run these stings is very scary because you are out there trying to get the worst of the worst. People who traffic children's bodies, in my opinion, it doesn't get any worse than that. They had one case in in this particular sting where a man up in Milipitas, he was a man dressed in full police uniform, including a gun, okay? He was sexually assaulting one of the human trafficking victims that they rescued. And he was on felony probation and wanted by police for similar crimes. So you think that everybody who's out there buying sex from from Julia Roberts is pretty is Richard Gere? No, this is a guy who's carrying a gun. Many of these women are held hostage by guns and are violated by guns. There was one case over in L.A. where one of our Riverside pimps was trying to make a date with an undercover female officer over in L.A. Now, what's happening here is he's trying to recruit her in his stable. This isn't just, you know, Joe the contractor who wants to get laid. This is a Riverside hardcore pimp setting up a date with an undercover officer off of Backpage over in Los Angeles. The woman was uh, posing as a young female on social media And this pimp tried to recruit her to work for him for commercial sex. He went over to L.A. It's about 60 miles. He arranged a meeting and the pimp drove in and he demanded immediately $500 from this girl. Now, this is a girl who he thinks is a commercial sex provider over in L.A. And he's going to take her on and put her in her stable. Now, you start to see why we do undercover stings. Because we're trying to draw out these people. Now, you're telling me that he thinks that the girl in the stable, he thinks that she's an independent provider, and he's going to take her over. See what a folly it is to believe that everybody on Backpage is an independent provider? This pimp went in and demanded $500 up front. He's going to be her agent. And then he told her that he would collect all the money from the customers himself, and he'd just give her what she needed. Okay? When he was arrested, he had a 357 Magnum. So I want you to understand that you need to let go of the Cinderella image that everybody on Backpage is some... Uh, you know, Julia Roberts, independent provider, and all the buyers are Richard Gere. We run these undercover stings to find that, first of all, the kids that are being forced into this and rescue them. We run the undercover stings to find the adult women who are being horribly exploited by somebody who is preying on them like a cockroach, demanding her every dime that she makes giving her quotas, withholding her food, withholding her money. And many of these people are doing this with guns. So the only way to really get in there is to find out who these people are and arrest them. And some of them are sex buyers. And so we have to go out and get in the middle of this to, number one, free the girl and find the pimp. And 
also find that sex buyer who's looking to violate a 16-year-old girl. We must do this. We're law enforcement, and it is the only way we're going to be able to protect the innocent, rescue small young people who are being violated, and clean up our communities from this scourge. This is Opal Singleton. The show is Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We are up against a break, and we will be right back. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips is an insider's glimpse at a life from a psychological perspective. It's a look at what matters to us. Why do we laugh? How do we cope with stress? Are men and women really that different? What is it about our relationships? How are they formed? How they work out? And why they sometimes don't? Every week is something new to engage you. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll turn up your perspective on life. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome back. I appreciate it. We are talking about reverse stings and sex buying, and we're exploring whether or not this is entrapment or effective policing, and you might already know how I feel about it, but I want people to understand what the background is. This is a big controversy going on right now uh, in our public newspaper about how we just want to, you know, set up and catch people who are trying to have sex and and people have a right to buy sex and blah, blah, blah. Well, truthfully, prostitution is illegal in California, but there's a lot more to it than that. One of the challenges here is that it's a naive approach to this to believe that just 
commercial sex is uh, something that everybody wants to do. It's kind of a Hollywood approach to commercial sex. And we that work in law enforcement just know that is not true because what is happening, there's several factors that are changing all of this. Number one, social media is making it out there in, in two different ways. One, social media makes it available. For instance, who would believe that a site like Backpage could literally put out 35,000 ads in my little community, almost 70,000 ads in the Inland Empire for people advertising, especially young people's bodies for sale? Who would believe that we would reach a stage where we thought that was okay? Uh, and But social media allows that kind of thing. Now, everybody knows about Backpage, but, you know, one of the things that's happening here is that there are a multitude of these sites. And what people don't realize is that the first thing that happens when they target a young person, and, I, and you know, before before I say that, let me, let me, uh, let me back up and go a different direction a second, and then I'll come back to this thought. We just ran, we, I have in front of me several stings that we have run. Uh, this is, we are really on a roll. I love it. Uh, one of them here was September 21, and then, then there was another one here. Well, we, uh, January 30th, and, and, you know, we ran many. We had uh, 10 men arrested in Temecula, on September 21, then we had five out in Hemet, and then seven in Temecula, and uh, there, there's just a whole bunch of them. By the way, uh, in defense of Temecula, I was there yesterday. It's a beautiful community. You know, it's absolutely, they would have believed that they never had this kind of thing. What happened there is that um, we had these men show up believing they're going to have sex with a minor, okay? This isn't just some guy who thinks he's going to set up and have a good time. When we buy undercover ads, and Million Kids supports that, just a moment, please. I'll have to call you back. I'm on the radio. Thank you. Sorry about that. That call wasn't going to go away anyway. um, We don't just buy ads, okay, that want to entrap somebody who wants to have a good time. These ads make the buyer believe they're about to have sex with a, with a 16-year-old. And, you know, that is against the law, let alone the fact that it's very abusive. And so what is happening here is, is that um, 10 men, 10 men showed up to have sex with what they thought was going to be a 16-year-old. That is never okay. I don't care how you look at prostitution. That is never okay. So why are we doing this? We're doing this because social media is making them available. And as we go and study these ads, we realize that these people are thinking they're going to meet with 16-year-olds. Now, so what we do is we place our own ads and then we ask, you know, the people show up. How many people are really showing up? Let me just address the reality of this, okay? In, In Temecula, during this one sting, literally 10 men showed up in less than two and a half hours. 
our team had to stop because there was no, we couldn't process them and get them off to jail in time. There were so many men trying to have sex with a 16-year-old, we had to stop after two and a half hours just on one ad. Now, keep in mind, there are over 34,000 ads on average. So I want you to get the understanding of just how serious this is and why we need to do that. Now, who are these people? Well, they're all kinds of people. You know, I I always laugh. I had a girlfriend who had a daughter who once told me at dinner that that she thinks all sex buyers are are uh, white Caucasian suits. You know, uh, executive people and uh, and uh, the Republicans. <laughs> She's obviously a Democrat. <laughs> but anyway, I'm like, first of all, I see these guys. They're not white. Some of them are white, some of them are Mexican, some of them are black. They're, you know, they're men, okay? And but trust me, I don't see any of these guys wearing suits, but I'm sure some do. She's thinking Richard Gere, you know, and Pretty Woman. And we don't ask if you're Democrat or Republican. Frankly, we don't care. But we have these preconceived notions, and so it is those perceived, perceived notions that make us believe this is entrapment. Okay, we're justifying our feelings against law enforcement. Quite frankly, I am very proud of law enforcement for going after this. If you have 34,000 ads, I can guarantee you that at least 50% of these ads are people who are being exploited, who are being coerced, who are being forced, who are being held against their will. Most of them are branded with somebody's tattoo. You can see that in the back page ads on there. You can see, you know, lines like, I love fetishes, you know, hurt me, hurt me, do what you want to do. as nasty as it gets, those women are not there willingly signing up saying, beat me, use me, sodomize me, violate me with a gun. They are not asking for that of their own free will. And somebody needs to go after them and defend those women. And so that is why these reverse stinks are being operated, and we are operating a lot of them. Now, should the men's picture be put in the paper? That's the next big question that's going on. Well, I believe that they do. If they believe they're showing up to have sex with a 16-year-old, we need to go after this, okay? That I believe, and, I, and we have to do this for men to understand what is taking place here. This is not the prostitution that you, your father always knew, not that your father went to prostitutes, but we all believe, well, hey, this has been around a long time. Gangs and cartels are taking this over in a very big way, and it is very large-scale business, and these women get out there and are being sold. If they're there and they're an adult and their own free will, it becomes fairly obvious fairly quickly to us. But many of these women are extremely violated. If you've ever listened to a talk by a survivor, they will tell you what this life is like. And it's necessary for us to hear that because we need to get rid of that stupid Cinderella image of people who just want a little housewife who's picking up some extra money on the side. Some of these women are forced to have sex with 15, 18, 20 men a day. Let me stop and say that again. 
Everybody in this world wants us to believe that he's just, you know, some nice guy and she's a housewife and she does this on the side and she just makes a little money in the afternoon and, you know, everybody has a good time and they all go home. Who in the heck are we kidding? I've heard these women. Most of them had a quota of at least $500 a day and many of them $800 a day. They are forced to do this in the backseat of a car, in the back alley. Many of them are held in hotel rooms day in and day out. They are branded with tattoos. They are photographed. They are put on back page like a piece of meat. Okay? They are filmed over and over. Many of them are sodomized. Those that are under 18, many of those photographs go on child pornography sites. Their photograph, being sexually violated, is being sold out to thousands of pedophiles across the dark web. They get no money for it, and they will never get that photograph back. More important, many of these people are slapped or choked, you know, Many of these Johns who are buying sex are buying sex because they want to do something they would not do to their wife at home. And, you know, these women take horrendous abuse. So I honestly believe that the reverse sting is an absolutely important part of real life policing I'm very grateful to be part of a team that is willing to put their life on the line. Think about this pimp here. He went on a site here in Riverside. He went on an L.A. site. He he set up a date with a girl who was young, and he thought he could take her over. He drove almost 60 miles carrying a gun with the idea of taking her over. He thought this girl because she's advertised on Backpage, was going to be his. He flat told her, I'm going to start to take all your proceeds. I am going to manage you. You are going to have sex for money with whoever I say. And when you make that money, I'm going to keep it. And just in case she didn't believe him, he was carrying a 357 Magnum. Now, aren't you proud of the Los Angeles Uh, Sheriff Department and the Riverside Sheriff Department for intervening in there with that girl? If not them, who's going to help her? So for us to sit back and say that these reverse stings are a violation of people's privacy, are an entrapment, is really a folly. Congratulations, Jim McDonald. Congratulations, Sheriff Stan Sniff. Congratulations to the Riverside County Task Force, the Los Angeles Sheriff Task Force, the the Los Angeles PD Task Force. I'm very proud of you for running reverse stinks. These are an important part of policing. They are not entrapment. It is what we need to do to protect the most vulnerable people on earth, and that is a minor or an adult woman who's being sexually exploited. For people's personal game. We're up against that break, folks. So I'm going to ask you to stay with us. We're going to close out here in a minute. We'll be right back. Thanks.
stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers. It's the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers, will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This is Opal Singleton, as they just said, and I appreciate each and every one of you that watch the or watch, listen to this show and share it with others. We are talking about reverse stings and and how all this works. And one of the things I wanted to talk about in a minute are who are these sex buyers? And and this is important because, you know, if you go out in the public, if you watch the press enterprise, uh, and read it. They act like you know we we have the Chamber of Commerce president here, and uh, we're just trying to embarrass them. You know, I can't think of anything more sad than the diversion of truth. And many of you have heard me talk about that. You know, with this social media, they stir up all this conversation, which a lot of it has no validity. I am looking at the photographs of many of these people that have been. Uh, picked up here and you know you see them on tv and they have all kinds of stories about well my wife's sick and you know uh, she's pregnant and you know hello you know i want you to think about this i mean they're trying to to tell you well this is all okay but you know i i really cringe when i hear my wife's pregnant you know Many of these people they're out there victimizing have had sex already eight ten times today you know, week after week after week. If your wife's pregnant, the last thing you need to be doing is meeting up with somebody who has had multiple partners in a very short period of time. So I'm buying your story. Thank you. I'm looking at some of these that were local here. Now, what is interesting to me as I look, first of all, I've been studying the ads. What days are the best? What hours are the best? What locations are the best? And it is a fascinating study. Now, I'm not going to reveal all my secrets to you. There certainly is a difference when uh, the ads go up during payday time. 
Um, the ads go up when there's conferences out in Palm Springs. Um, the ads go up when Coachella's on there. Uh, we're about to have Super Bowl. You know, the ads will go up because there's more activity. Uh, you see this. Um, uh, we have a rock, sh- uh, uh, rock. What do you call it? Con- concert. <laughs> Can't think of it today. Anyway, out in Coachella, and the numbers went up by probably seventy percent. So small events too. But I look at these sex buyers, and most of them are fairly local. You know, there are a few that are out of town, but. You know, from where they got arrested, it's the local boys. I'm looking at this one right here. The arrest was in, uh, where was this? This was in Temecula. And they were arrested all around Murrieta, Menifee, Corona. That's all within 10, 15 miles. So, you know, they're, they're local kind of thing here. These guys, for the most part, they start at age 24, 28, 50, 31, 30, 25, 40, 31, 50, 28, 24, 37, 55. So no particular age and, you know, no particular ethnicity. I mean, some of them are obviously um, um Hispanic names like Salazar and Riviera and, and uh, you know, uh, I can't even see all of them. But some of them are, you know, regular names like McDaniel, Pasquale, Crippen, you know, some of those names. Yes, we print pictures and we print names. This is a crime. Now, there is a movement to make this into a felony where people will actually go to prison for quite a long time. And whether or not that that's probably a whole nother show. But what I want people to understand is, is that, you know, there's deception with the public about the reality of this overall situation. There's deception about what the John is expecting. You know, they make it out like this John just wants to be laid. And maybe some of these guys just want to be laid. But many of these guys want to do abusive abusive actions. And, you know, I don't care if you're 14 or 44. No woman or man ought to be abused, severely abused, burned, cut, beaten, slapped, sodomized. No woman ought to do that. And and so we, number one, have deception on what the sex buyer is doing. We have deception on what the sex provider, her situation, you know, they, they make it all sound like she just is a housewife doing this in the afternoon to pick up some loose change. Wrong. You know, to live in that world is crazy. And they also make it sound like law enforcement just wants to nail somebody. Well, they do. This is what I call effective policing. Because in order to be able to get these guys, they have to go into their world. And that's what this is all about. And I, I, for one, am very grateful they're willing to do this. Now, this is just a huge problem. I mean, look at this one headline. They arrested 510 arrests. 56 people were, this is in three days, folks. Maybe, maybe if you believe nothing else, you can see that. In three days, 510 arrests. 56 people were rescued. 11 of them were children, were minors. You know, some of these were hardcore pimps, over 50 of them, 
or hardcore pimps. So congratulations to effective policing. And I believe that this is a necessary thing. Now, this is a a one-time shot. They do this in January because of National Human Trafficking Month. But these teams are doing this all month long. And they're doing it regularly. So at the end of the show, I hope you walk away with the idea that, number one, this is a very real problem. Very real. This is a vile problem. This is not pretty woman prostitution. And this is not Richard Gere sex buying. These are not just happy little family men who, you know, aren't getting any at home. These are people who want to violate and who especially want to violate a child. And at the end of the day, I am grateful that there is funding. I am grateful that there is collaboration between federal, state, and local policing to take this on. And I am grateful for the women especially who are willing to go undercover and put their own lives at risk to be able to pull this off. And I am grateful for the men and women who go out undercover and get these guys. As long as this is going on, children everywhere are not safe. Because when men want to have sex with minors, then more minors need to be recruited, and they are not recruited by the Girl Scouts. They are recruited by gangs and cartels and by very vicious pimps. And I have yet to meet a kid who understood the path they were about to go down. We must stop the chain of this kind of scourge going on. To do that, we must call a spade a spade. We must call it what it is. Sex trafficking is the exploitation of human beings, man, women, and minors. And we must quit pretending that it is all just one big happy dance that everybody wanted to participate in. It is a crime. It's a life-changing crime. Human trafficking, human exploitation, prostitution, forced prostitution is not a victimless crime. It is the human exploitation of a victim. Someone who is being exploited for personal gain. And it is a hellish life for the victims involved. This is Opal Singleton. The show is Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Please follow Million Kids on Facebook. Please go to millionkids.org and donate. I appreciate it very much. And write to Opal at Million Kids. Let us know who you are, what you're doing, what you're doing to stop this and what you think about this show. We appreciate you. Thank you for sharing it with everyone. We will see you next Thursday. Have a great week, folks. Thank you for tuning in this week to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Please join your host, Opal Singleton, for another edition next Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll have another important discussion next week.